If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. More peaceful protests. Plus, Congressman Andy Biggs, Brian Dean Wright, a great light in the mood and some COVID communism. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Welcome to I'm Right. Let's talk about some abortion insanity. Remember coronavirus? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're talking about abortion here. Just stay with me. Do you remember, though, COVID hits and lockdowns and whatnot? Set all that stuff aside. We're not talking about that right now. We'll get to that a little later. But do you remember the reaction of your fellow Americans to coronavirus? You spend any time on social, social media, Facebook, Twitter? Do you have a neighborhood association, school board? Did you mingle at all with some of your fellow Americans? And did you see what they were saying during the COVID lockdowns? How many people did you see call for arrests of those who wouldn't put on a mask, get a vaccine? Did you see what percentage of your fellow Americans believed you should lose your livelihood 
if you didn't do exactly what they said to do when it came to coronavirus. And do you remember? Do you remember all the stories out there of your fellow Americans reporting you to the authorities? There have been several leaks out there now. This stuff continues to leak out of this guy. Hey, uh, uh, I'm writing the cops. My, my neighbor, Bob, he's, I saw him out. He wasn't social distancing. Come arrest him. So what's this have to do with abortion? Well, there's something the right continues to do, and it grades on me. It grades on me badly. I understand why the right does it, but it grades on me. And this is what the right does. They'll start off a sentence by saying, I'm shocked the communists did... Whatever, fill in the blank. Why are you still shocked? If you've said anything like that in the past year or two, I would ask you, is the problem the communists or is the problem now you not accepting what you're facing? You're shocked? All right, we have some potential abortion decision coming from the Supreme Court. And of course, the communists are going crazy about it because they love to murder babies. Actually, we'll get into the reasonings here in a moment. And I'm seeing so much of this on the right, especially over the past few days as these protests have escalated. I'm seeing so much. This is shocking. I'm shocked. This is there no end. I'm sorry. The communists aren't the problem. You are. Why are you still shocked? I know it's difficult to accept about your fellow Americans. But you know all those Khmer Rouge soldiers who murdered 25% of their countrymen in Cambodia? All those NKVD guys who lined people up against the wall in the Soviet Union and shot them? All the Red Guard in China who went around finding professors and monks and other people and beat them to death with clubs? You somehow think your fellow Americans aren't exactly like them, and I'm telling you they are, and there is no line for these people. You have a line. I'll go right up to here, but no more. These people don't have that. Why are you shocked about protests in front of Supreme Court justices' homes? Here's Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer from just a little while ago. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Unleash the whirlwind? Will pay the price? Don't know what hit you? To which, I mean, Somebody might be tempted to ask, what do you mean, Chuck? They're on the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. Can't fire them. What's Unleash the Whirlwind mean? Well, maybe we finally saw what he was talking about. As pro-baby murder activists gathered in front of the homes of Supreme Court justices. Sam Alito, the one who wrote the leaked opinion, has actually had to be whisked away to a safe location. And as you look at this protest out there, maybe you're saying, Jesse, I can't believe this. Jesse, this is crazy. And I would agree with you, it is crazy. But I would also ask this, where, oh, where is the Federal Bureau of Investigation? You see, <coughs> that's against the law. I'm not going to break down all the legal codes for you here because I went to community college, but you should know 
any attempt to intimidate a Supreme Court justice so they'll change a decision in any way, really, is against the law. You can go to jail for a year for that. So, again, I have to bring up, where's the Federal Bureau of Investigation? I'm not exactly asking for crack detective work here. Everyone knows the locations and addresses. Everyone knows who's out there. These people don't even have masks on. Why did the FBI not roll up there and start throwing people in handcuffs and sending people to jail and charging them with crimes? Well, I... I think we have to understand this is the same law enforcement apparatus, not just the FBI, that stood back and watched as the Black Lives Matter street animals and the Antifa street animals burned down American cities last summer. In fact, you'll probably remember they were asked, they said, we're not even tracking Antifa or, the, uh, or Black Lives Matter. No, we don't have any, not have any operations there. What are you talking about? It is time to talk about something else when it comes to this abortion stuff and the times we have coming. Because remember, you're not allowed to be shocked anymore. No more shocked. No more surprise. These people are animals. These people are fine with violence. Many of them prefer violence. But the problem is the administrative state. You see the administrative state in this country, especially over the last couple years, they have focused on, well, Donald Trump and colluding with Russia, which he didn't do. They focused on making sure Bubba Wallace's garage news wasn't actually racism. They focused on making sure school board parents aren't getting too loud out there. And remember, they did that at the behest of the teachers' unions. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is still out there hunting down peaceful grandmas who wandered into the Capitol. But they're not going to hunt down anyone on the left. Why? Because we stood by for years and we allowed the administrative state, including the federal law enforcement arm, to be occupied by communist activists. And now, when you ask the FBI to sit down and maybe go after some abortion activists who are being violent or, or go after BLM or go after Antifa, you're asking a parent to go after their own child at this point. CNN, I mean, said the quiet part out loud. Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. Whitney Wilde is live outside the Supreme Court. Listen, seeing fences go up there, uh, it's sort of like post-January 6th. What are you seeing and, and what specific intelligence is warring if it, police officials? Well, at this point, law enforcement sources, several of them tell us that they are closely monitoring social media chatter uh, that suggests that there's a potential for violence against abortion clinic providers, abortion clinic staff, members of the judiciary. That would include the justices here, uh, as well as members of the federal government. And what we know after January 6th and what law enforcement knows across the country is that social media chatter can manifest into actual violence. The pro-life groups? <laughs> The pro-abortionists are out there in the streets as we speak. And you know what they're doing? They're throwing Molotov cocktails into pro-life offices. Yes, that already happened in Wisconsin. I'm sure you didn't read about that. But over the weekend, somebody chucked a Molotov cocktail in the office of a pro-life group. You see the pro-baby killer mob. They're already out there committing acts of arson and violence. They're already out there in the streets. And your administrative state is not concerned with them in the least because, again, that's the parents not concerned about their own child. They're worried about you. And look, people get confused about 
why you get reaction like this. Jesse, why, uh, why are they so in love with abortion? Well, there are a couple things. There are a couple parts of this. One, communists are anti-humans. We've talked about this before, but it is an anti-human religion of destruction and domination. You realize how young communism really is? It's only about 100 years old, a little over 100 years old. They've killed about 130, 140 million people in 100 years. How is that possible? It's specifically anti-human. That's one. So, of course, they're going to be pro-abortion. Two, why do they react this way? American communists are actually soft. Anytime there's even the slightest bit of pushback on their agenda, since they've never encountered that, and every part of this culture supports their agenda, they're just shocked and outraged. Why would someone challenge me? But three, and remember this, a lot of what you see, the outrage, the burning, the yelling, the screaming, the riots, the protests out there, a lot of that is because they know you and your values prefer peace and quiet. And since they don't, they're going to make sure you don't have peace. So you'll give them what they want. So they'll give you your peace back. This is once again, them using your values against you. But I do want you to remember something. I want you to remember that these are the people murdering babies in this country. You gotta repent, Stay here. Stay here. sir. You gotta repent, sir, for murdering babies. Why? Because it's a sin before God. <sighs> Why? Well, <sighs> stinky breath. Yeah, Why? that's pretty. That's pretty evil of you, sir. Yeah, I am. And, and I hope and pray that you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah, I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay, I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ. No, sir. I don't go to Christ. Yeah, you. I don't you, listen to Christ. You, you will have a darkened heart, sir. I do have a darkened yeah. heart. Yeah. You have a darkened heart. I do. I do very, very much. And so. you will stand yeah. before God in judgment. Yes, day I will. Day. Every day. You will stand before God in judgment. Yes, day I will. Day. Every day. All of the babies that I you have killed. I love it. I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies. Yeah, apart. I will. Keep tearing the babies. I apart. will. Keep keep tearing what? the babies yes. apart. Oh. Yes, sir. The babies, their blood screams from the ground. That's what you're up against. Remember that. All right. This one was from over the weekend. I want, you to, I want you to watch this woman. And I want you to watch this woman and then tell me we don't have demons walking the earth. God killed his son. Why can't I? God murdered his son on that piece of wood. Come outside. That's what we're up against. You tell me that's not evil. Tell me that's not demonic. And look, corporations, let's finish this on a good note. Corporations are out there changing their tune. Why are they changing their tune? Because woke America, they watch Disney, uh, they watch their price plummet 20%. And now word is out that PR firms are consulting corporations to stay out of political issues. Why? Well, here's what the memo says. Quote, do not take a stance you cannot reverse especially when the decision is not final. This topic is textbook 50-50 issue, a subject that divides the country can sometimes be no-win situations for companies because regardless of what they do, they will alienate at least 15 to 30% of stakeholders. Do not assume all your employees, customers, or investors share your view. Now, why in the world would corporate America for the first time in ages 
not take a hard left stance? Does it make sense? Well, send a thank you letter to Florida. Heavy D and the Florida legislature, that Disney stuff they did put corporate America on notice. Sit down and shut up or we'll come for you too. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have a great show for you. We have Representative Andy Biggs, Congressman from Arizona, joining us next before we get to that. We talk about corporate America like we just did, and we talk about how horrible they are. And I've said before, and I mean it, next to the education system, the most damaging thing the communists ever took over was corporate America because they have so much influence. So we have to put our money where our morals are, right? We have to make sure these corporations know, don't violate my values, don't step on your values. But how do we do that? Because are you sitting in all these board meetings? I'm not. Public SQ. Go to the App Store right now on your phone. Google Play, Apple, whatever you got. Download Public SQ on your phone. What is it? It's the resource you've been looking for. I got to get, uh, get some new tires today. Which business shares my values? Oh, right there. There's a list of them. I want to go grocery shopping. I want a cup of coffee. I need to hire a plumber. Hey, who didn't stand for all this COVID nonsense? Who stood up to BLM? Public SQ. They're going to tell you who shares your values and tell you how to put your money where your morals are. All right, we'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. If I just may, the focus we have right now is an urgent one in order to uh, uh, try to improve uh, and try to improve this, uh, what we're calling it, fake or draft decision, whatever it is. Let's just be prayerful about mm -hmm. this. This is, a, this is a, a, about respect for privacy. What's next? What's next? Uh, uh, Do, marriage equality. Marriage equality? What? Respect for privacy? Joining me now is somebody who may be able to decipher that godly good, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona. Congressman, let's start here. Uh, marriage equality? I've heard a lot of these accusations in the past few days from the Democrats. And what universe does Roe versus Wade have anything to do with all the LGBTQ stuff? Well, in no rational, sentient universe, Jesse. I mean, but that's the way uh, the left thinks. They think of the way that if they win one thing, they're going to keep pushing until you are pushed completely off the map and obliterated. And so they think that the uh, conservatives think that way, which we don't. We view things very rationally, very independently. And so we say, hey, look, this is about Roe v. Wade. Uh, it's simply that. And um, the decision underlying Roe v. Wade was was specious to begin with. There was no good rationale. And so lo these many years later, a Supreme Court justice says there was bad, bad reasoning there. But these folks have got to turn everything into the most divisive, violent thing they can in order to control America. 
Congressman, I, I'm rabidly pro-life. Everyone knows this. I don't make any apologies for it. But I understand people who just kind of don't care about the issue. I, I totally get that. No judgment here. What I don't understand is people who love it. I mean, you've seen these videos of these sickos bragging about it, cheering for it. You just saw they're painting coat hangers on the streets out in front of Supreme Court justice offices. Can you psychologize for me? How could someone love such a thing? Well, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I find it really ironic that Nancy Pelosi sa is saying, let's pray uh, about this. So uh, the, uh, yeah. um, uh, you know, abortion doesn't go away and we can keep killing babies. I mean, the reality, though, my observation has been for literally um, for decades, this has been the left's, the Democrats' number one mantra. This is their thing. This is they worship at the altar of abortion. They think that that if they don't have abortion um, uh, on demand for an entire nine months, and in some cases right on into infanticide, that 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 they have no reason to exist. And I think it's part of this godless movement, quite frankly, yeah. to uh, to take control over uh, America. And that's that's where the left is. There's no other country that's like this, Jesse. That is this insane over this. No, there's not. I mean, people in the left, especially on the left in this country, love to brag about Europe and, and act as if they're these very sophisticated people drinking tea with their pinky out. Well, Europe doesn't have anything like these abortion laws like we have in America, where there's just been wholesale slaughter for 50 years. Yeah, that's that's right. And and so you don't really understand what it's all about unless you just start saying this is about authority, this is about control, this is what is inherent in the left, and the left now controls the Democrat Party totally, which is why this is the foundation of the Democrat Party. They're, they have a lot of other weird uh, things that, and policies that they care about, but nothing do they worship at quite like the altar of abortion. Can you clarify for me legislatively if this thing actually goes through and Roe versus Wade is overturned, which has not happened yet, people, but if this actually happens, where does it go from here? Where's abortion go in America? Well, it becomes a state-controlled issue primarily unless Congress does something. So when it goes to the states, you're going to have states like hopefully Arizona and, and Texas and, and others that are going to severely limit uh, and protect the life of uh, abortion and protect the life of the unborn. And you're going to have states like California that are just as going to be, be just as crazy as ever. And some people have suggested they're going to turn abortion into some kind of tourist industry um, uh, for people around the country to go there to get your abortion. Congressman, the leaker. I mean, we, we've really moved right on past the leaker shockingly fast, but that's uh, not only a complete breach of etiquette, from my understanding, it's never happened before. It's got to be a potential break of the law. Why don't we know who this person is yet? Well, um, there are some of us who suspect that the Supreme Court justices know who the leaker is. They just haven't revealed this person yet. Um, uh, the Ju Chief Justice Roberts has uh, basically delegated this investigation to his marshal. Uh, with the Supreme Court. We, others of us have asked uh, Merrick Garland to investigate and determine whether there's been uh, any crimes violated. But the, but the bottom line is, Jesse, never make a mistake about this. This was done specifically to cause civil unrest, to bring pressure to bear 
on the Supreme Court justices. And so that's why they're at their homes. That's why uh, rumors are that uh, Justice Alito has had, had to move for safety and they want to bring violence to bear and that's uh, in order to get their their whim. Now, that to me is a closer call to insurrection than uh, people uh, rioting on January 6th. All right, you've been asked to testify before this sham January 6th committee. I can't believe this thing's still going on, but what's that about? What they want with you? Uh, they want to hassle and, and, and harangue against people like me who uh, used the legal process to actually uh, bring, uh, uh, you know, the, the objection to the electors to the floor of the House. Um, and as, as so many of us know, uh, the left likes to use the process as the punishment. They, they, don't, they know that if due process is given and it's fair and it's transparent and it's open, that uh, all of their stuff goes away but they want to instead take away people's due process and hassle them and make the process the punishment. They don't want to wait for anything else. They don't want to wait to see if, if anybody's accused of anything. That's why they do things like they, they get records, they get testimony, then they leak it. They leak it out to uh, some kind of trusted left-wing media outlet in order to try to uh, embarrass, cajole, take things out of context, further their narrative. That's where they are. Congressman, finally, the DOJ, the FBI, you're going to be holding a hearing to address a, a shocking overreach underneath the DOJ in this country. What should we expect? Because I've said before, there's nothing more dangerous going on in America than the administrative state being weaponized against the right. Thank you for doing something about it. What's going on with this? Well, we're having an off-campus hearing tomorrow, and we've invited some really uh, impressive witnesses who have come in. They've been victims and they've seen others who are victims of the weaponization of the police apparatus of this country to go after journalists who have a conservative point of view and maybe not even necessarily straight up conservative point of view. They're just reporting on what they find. And when they find it, all of a sudden, next thing you know, uh, DOJ uh, is has officers knocking at their door, taking their uh, computers, taking their hard drives, taking all their information out, leaking it and using it and weaponizing it against these journalists who are merely trying to um, un uh, unveil uh, and reveal certain truths in the country. And, and uh, that's what we're facing and that needs to come out. And that's why we're having this hearing. And I believe we're gonna have some pretty good participation from members uh, of the House of Representatives. Congressman, I appreciate what you do. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Jesse. All right. I bet you thought coronavirus was over. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, it's going to be coming back. I'll explain here in just a second. Before we get to that, let's talk about something bad and good. Prices. I know you're feeling it. I know you're seeing all the news about the Fed raising rates. Well, why are they raising rates? Why would the Fed raise rates so high? because they're officially worried about hyperinflation. You're walking into the grocery store right now and you're looking at the meat section, chicken, beef, seafood, and you're horrified by the prices. I am too. You can do something about it. Here's what you can do. You can support a patriotic, America-loving company that only sells the highest quality meat and you can lock in your meat prices. 
And if you're paying attention to the news, you will understand we are not at the end of inflation. We are at the beginning. Imagine locking in your meat prices right now. Good Ranchers lets you do that. Go to goodranchers.com slash jesse. That not only gets you 30 bucks off, it allows you to sign up and have your meat prices locked in. I'm talking the best beef. Oh, they're marinated chicken, so good. Seafood, whatever you want. Lock in your meat prices. Otherwise, a year from now, don't complain to me when you go to the grocery store and can't afford burger. Goodranchers.com slash jesse. We'll be back. There's something happening out there, and it's driving me crazy. And I knew it was coming. I'm not shocked, but it's driving me nuts. And I knew, I knew from the very beginning, eventually we would get here, and here we are. Now, what's happening out there? Well, let's pause for a moment. Let's rewind. Let's go back to when coronavirus first got to America. What, what happened? What did we see? We had been seeing these scary, that we now know are propaganda videos coming out of China. People were just dropping dead in the street. Oh no, we lost Chang. And people were losing their minds. What if this plague gets here? And then COVID finally gets here and oh, there's a case. It's been detected in California. What if it spreads? Okay, so coronavirus starts spreading. Well, the media and the government start whipping up panic about coronavirus, coronavirus, how many will die? So someone put out a computer model. Remember, he never told anyone how he came up with the numbers, but we might lose two to three million Americans by August. Got really scary, right? Except the few of us, you, me, and about five others, were looking around, and yes, people were getting sick. It's a real virus, goes after the lungs, taste buds and whatnot. People were definitely getting sick out there, but we weren't actually seeing this mass level of death. We just weren't seeing it at all. And then, and then we started noticing something else. Everything, every part of the system seemed to be 100% focused on making this thing out to be worse than it really was. It's not that it doesn't exist, but we're using numbers that are insane with the death numbers and people were trying to figure out, wait, how did you get to that? And we find out officially the government's out there saying, well, anyone who dies with it will say died from it. Well, what? What are you talking about? And something else. We we're all online. We're looking at pictures. So-and-so, I lost my aunt. I lost this. Every time someone died from corona, they got their face in the paper, you know, so the media could whip up more anger. And I have eyes. You have eyes. We all begin to notice a pattern. Almost every single person actually dying from this was old. Or... In the few cases that weren't old, they were really fat. And it was very obvious, very early, we were dealing with some kind of nasty little young virus that went after old people, especially old people with pre-existing conditions, and it went after fat people. But it wasn't a virus that really affected most of the general population. It just wasn't. Now, you knew that, and I knew that, a week or two into it. And the experts chose to ignore that, and they chose to destroy the economy of the entire world, launching us right into where we're heading now, which is a severe re recession, if not a depression. That's, that's a fact. It's coming. Our COVID response did it. And now the experts, like Bill Gates, who had a big role in all this, now they're getting up there on camera and saying, hey, no one knew. 
It wasn't until early February when I was in a meeting that experts at the foundation said, there's no way, you know, this, there's been too much uh, travel without diagnosis uh, for us to contain this. And then at that point, we didn't really understand the fatality rate. You know, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly, kind of like flu is, although a bit different than that. So that was a pretty scary period right. uh, where the world didn't go on alert, including the United States, nearly as fast as it needed to. Didn't go on alert? Let's, let's, I should focus on that here really quickly. The lesson Bill Gates took from this, as he looks out and he sees inflation, maybe hyperinflation, interest rates, Undoubtedly, there will be famine on the earth, whether or not it touches us hard here in America, we have yet to see, but people in third world countries are about to die. Endless, endless amounts of financial destruction, the destruction of lives, substance abuse, mental health abuse, suicides. Bill Gates has surveyed the results of disastrous lockdowns. And what he took from that was we didn't do near enough and we didn't do it fast enough. And this is why I have said time and time and time again, and I'm never going to stop saying this, we have to have public trials, not resignations, not firings, not hearings. We have to have law enforcement knocking on the door of people like Bill Gates, placing them in handcuffs, and putting them on public trial for crimes against humanity because the people who destroyed the world over coronavirus. They knew early on, don't let them lie to you, they knew early on this thing wasn't near as deadly as they said, and they chose to go forward anyway. And now at the end of all this, they've decided they just didn't have enough power and control. You can't fix a megalomaniac like that, but you can place him on trial and then send him to prison for the rest of his life. And what that does do as it lets the next megalomaniac out there know, it lets him know, you better be careful when it comes to something like this again. We don't need hearings. We don't need resignations. We don't need firings. We need a reckoning. We need public health officials all over the place. We need people in government and majorly influencing, influential people outside of government. We need them placed under arrest publicly put on trial so everyone can see what they did and we need them all sent to prison for the rest of their lives for the damage they've caused. That's not a vengeful thing. I don't say that out of revenge even though I do hate them. I say that because if we don't do that, these people are going to do it again. They didn't take the lesson from coronavirus they should take and they didn't take it because they don't fear our wrath, the wrath of the judicial system and they have to, or we're not gonna have a country anymore. All right, we still have a lot more. We have Brian Dean Wright of the President's Daily Brief joining us next. Before we get to that, let's talk about, let's talk about viruses. I've had three Eden Pure thunderstorms in my home for, gosh, a year now. This is the cleanest bill of health we of a family have ever had. The Eden Pure thunderstorm does a lot more than just clean all the odors out of your air. It did more than just fix my allergies. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm clears your air of viruses and mold. This is a family health decision. I keep one where I sleep, one where my kids sleep, and one in the general living area. 
you can get a three-pack yourself right now for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE, and that gets you $200 off. We'll be back. Joining me now, my friend Brian Dean Wright, of course, CIA ops officer, now host of my new favorite podcast, The President's Daily Brief. I just love being able to be updated on all the news of the day in my 20-minute ride to work. That's a nice, consumable. I get to find out what's going on and how to think about it. Brian, first and foremost, Joe Biden kind of upset about the various leaks with Russia in Ukraine. What's going on? Yeah. So this is a really, really scary deal. We've got a bunch of folks in the intelligence community, that is the CIA, as well as the Pentagon, who are leaking to the press what we're doing in Ukraine, the missiles that we're sending, the targeting of very specific individuals, Russian soldiers and generals. We're taking down the Moskova, which was the biggest and most flagship of all the Russian ships in the Black Sea. The point is, we are leaking this information, that is to say, these spies and generals. Well, that's a very, very bad deal because it convinces Putin, at least conceptually, that, hey, he's not just at war with Ukraine, but in fact, the United States. And so that will in turn cause some degree of escalation, God forbid, direct nuclear conflict. So the question is, why? Why is that happening? Why are these spies and generals leaking that information? And so in the podcast this morning, I talk about three possibilities, basically around power, ideology, and money. One of the big ones, There was $14 trillion spent in Afghanistan over a 20-year period. That money is gone. So perhaps some of these folks who are leaking are really wanting a conflict because they and their friends and some of these big military industrial complex companies, they would like that revenue back, please. So that's a big, big fear that I and others in the intelligence community that I've talked to have about why these leaks are happening. Brian, I'm going to ask a stupid question, but you've come on the show a lot. You're used to that by now. Um, Isn't that an act of war? And I really genuinely mean that. I'm not trying to be, you know, dirty pacifist hippie here. But if I, the United States of America, find out where, let's say, a location of one of your generals, and I take this information and I hand it to somebody you're currently at war with, and they in turn kill that person, didn't I just commit an act of war? Yeah, you, you sure did, friend. Uh, not a stupid question. Uh, so the, the idea here is, it's not just what you and I might think, but in the mind of Putin and his advisors, are they going to go through some sort of technicality like, well, Joe Biden didn't actually declare wars, so we're not really at war. No, they're going to say, in effect, what are they doing to this country? Yes, in fact, killing our soldiers and our generals and sinking our ships. That's Those are all acts of wars, so it's time to strike back. I saw a congressman, Seth Bolton, he went on TV and had this to say. I I, I thought it was pretty revealing. Obviously, there's a lot of politics involved, and there will be domestic debates here at home about other policies and whatnot. But at the end of the day, we've got to realize we're at war. And we're not just at war to support the Ukrainians. We're fundamentally uh, at war, although it's somewhat through a proxy, with Russia. And it's important that we win. Fundamentally at war with Russia. Okay, let's set aside what we've already talked about. Clearly, people in the intelligence community and Democrats in Congress are cheering for a war. But look, everything else aside, loss of life and whatnot, we can't afford a war right now, right? 
Well, it would all be issued in terms of debt, uh, and then there would be an interest rate on top of that. So we are already engaged in deficit spending. So everything that we would spend in this war would, in fact, be debt. So no, we cannot financially afford putting aside the blood aspect of kids and, and grandkids having to go off to war. And, and that deficit issue will come back to bite us, particularly if rates go up to the point where we're actually spending a substantial more than we should be on a war or its debt, rather than, you know, the things like bridges and roads and all the things that the federal government pays for that we should be actually focused on, rather than a war in Europe. That, by the way, even the Europeans aren't really paying for right now. There was a big debate about one uh, you know, billion dollars or euros, I should say, that the German uh, parliament had. So that's, they're spending a fraction of what we are. Their own backyard, they're less concerned. Brian, we're going to change gears here because Jen Psaki had something to say last week. Now, she's since kind of reversed it a little bit this morning, but she had something to say last week when asked about the addresses of Supreme Court justices being revealed. Here's what she had to say. Just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Brian, okay, well, she said that, and over the weekend, people showed up. Okay, that's, that's fine. Communists are insane, violent, crazy people. My question is, where's the Department of Justice? You can't just show up at a Supreme Court justice's home. That's actually illegal. Why weren't they all rounded up immediately? Well, that's because we have seen yet again another example of the politicization of the Department of Justice. The justice is, in fact, being dispersed based on a partisan basis. And we've seen that over and over again, haven't we? We saw it in the Michigan case. You and I talked about that. It, this is happening over and over again, and it's incredibly deadly, uh, and it's incredibly dangerous, not just for individual people, certainly the, 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 the justices, of, of course, we are all thinking of them, uh, but it's also dangerous for the country, for the republic, for the, the future of the nation. When you start start deciding who is guilty or innocent, or that an idea is bad or good based on partisan politics, that's the road that we're heading down here. And that's the part that I think reasonable people are very, very concerned about on this particular issue. It's not just about the justices, it's about our country. Brian, this can't possibly get reversed, though, until the federal government actually looks in, inward and starts adjusting itself. If we have an FBI, DOJ, CIA, NSA, IRS, and so on, full of leftist activists, this never changes, though, right? That's precisely the, the, the point, and that's why this next election and subsequent elections become so very important to elect people into Congress, the House and the Senate, who conduct these oversight uh, you know, investigations. And then we have somebody in the White House who actually understands the concerns, the, these fears, and, and puts country before party. That's what it's gonna take to clean this up. It's gonna be voters who understand that this is important. They hold their, their accounted or their elected officials to account. And that's when we start changing this. That's the only way we can change it, if we can change it at all. Finally, Brian, a farmer organization was hacked. What? I haven't heard about this. What are you talking about? All right, yeah, so this is actually a really big deal. In the past several months, there have been a number of hacks, ransomware attacks against different kinds of ag groups. There's a company called Agco that was attacked. They produced 
tractors. But we've also seen this with ag co-ops, that is, you know, groups of farmers who get together and they, they hold their uh, you know, grain, et cetera. Well, they're all being attacked right before planting season and then also right before harvest. We've seen this for the past several years. Basically, these are attackers to include coming out of Russia, but it's different places around the world. And they hold these groups, these businesses, basically hostage and say, unless you give us 10, 11 million dollars, which is what we saw last summer with a company called JBS, then we're going to shut down your operations. And that means shutting down our ability to plant our crops and shutting down our ability to take them out of the field. So this is a really big deal, and we need to focus on who these actors are and bring them to account. This, again, is where we need somebody in the FBI and the Department of Justice who's laser-focused on this issue. The FBI, to their credit, has done some amount of this work, but we need to do more. The NSA needs to be much more active involved in it because it affects our ability to actually feed this country and the world because that's one of the important things a lot of people don't realize. America does, in fact, feed not just us, but lots of places around the world. So it's a big, big risk. Brian, I am famously technically not savvy, and I realize that's not even the right way to put that, but I don't, I don't understand this stuff, but I do have to ask, well, are, we able, are we able to find out who is doing this? And I don't mean a, a, a nameless, faceless group. Are we able to put a name and an address on who is doing this? Because I believe an act of war, which I take this as, should be returned in kind. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we can identify some of the groups and, and where they are down to a country and a city. The specific names, the individuals, that's a lot more work. There are folks in the NSA who do this kind of, of, of focused effort to identify them. There's some of that ability in the FBI and they're modestly good at it. So yeah, we can do it. It just takes a lot of focus, a lot of effort, and a lot of, of, of folks in, in positions of power saying, this is important, not because of politics or I represent Kansas, but, but because I get it for the economy and for the world. Brian Dean Wright, thank you, my brother. You betcha. You know what I love most about President's Daily Brief? Again, I can watch it. I can read the whole, read. I can listen to the whole thing on my way to work. Easily consumable. Get the whole thing done. What's the big stories of the day? I enjoy it. President's Daily Brief. I subscribe. You should too. All right. We will be back to lighten the mood. All right, that's enough of the heavy stuff today. It's time to lighten the mood. Fellas, that's all I'm going to say to you. Be careful out there. Quit. It's not funny. I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning.
If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. Choq.com code Jesse. Limited time offer. Subscription cancelable at any time. 